show on the incandescent radio network, the voice of entrepreneurs. In each episode of the show, we shine a spotlight on the women who are making strides and changing lives. Hello, and welcome to this month's episode of the Truly Amazing Women show on trulyamazingwomen.tv. I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, producer of the show that will also appear as a podcast on Incandescent Radio, and I'm the publisher of Incandescent Women magazine. And this month's cover girl is a very special lady, Miss Kara Keem. Say hi, Kara. Hello. It's such an honor to be here. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. The theme of this issue for the November-December 2021 issue of the magazine is Women Authors on an Adventure. And I can't think of a better author to interview than Kara. But before we jump into our Q&A, I want to tell you a little bit about this truly amazing woman who penned this book, Discovering My Wings. She is a psychotherapist and empowerment coach who has a private practice named Discover Your Wings, appropriately. Kara provides psychotherapy and Reiki to women going through major life transitions. So the name of her practice evolved straight from the consistent symbols and spirit guides of butterflies that she tapped into during her own transformational journey. Her practice assists women as they transform their lives. She is also a writer and an inspiration to anyone who wants to dance with the divine and discover their wings. All right, Kara, let's get started. Tell us what inspired this amazing book, which I love, and it's very near and dear to my heart. Well, thank you so much. I'm just so honored that it resonates with you and that you're having me on the show. What inspired the book? It's kind of interesting. I don't think I would have ever thought to write a book on my own. Um, I couldn't stand English class growing up and all through school and college. I think the highest grade I ever got was a B minus on a paper. And so I would never have come up with the idea to write a book. And what I learned through one of my favorite books that I discovered on my journey, The Alchemist, is that the universe is always communicating with us and there are always omens um, and signs pointing us and guiding us in the direction of our life purpose. And as I was traveling, my book starts with me going through a divorce. And that was really, really devastating for me because at the age of 32, my biggest dream was to have a child and be a mother. And that's all I ever wanted was just a family. And so here I am at the age of 32 and I'm going through a divorce. All of my friends have children and my biggest dream is being ripped away from me, that that's my potential future. And so it's really a, a dark night of the soul. Um, and so as I sold everything that I owned and went and drove to Alaska to follow my intuition, I was given signs by everyone I met. I was telling them about my adventure. I was telling them about my journey. And they kept saying, this is a book. You've got to write a book. I would read about this in a book. I probably heard that five times a day from different people. And so I don't think I would have thought to write a book, but the message was really loud and clear and it just kept coming through. And so eventually I said, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm going to write this book. That's amazing. All right. Now let's, let's start over first. Let's tell the audience a little bit about how we know each other. Yes. 
So your mom and I worked together in the Fairfax School. She is an amazing educator who was the Virginia Principal of the Year and a guidance counselor at Fairfax High School. She's just a phenom. And she kept telling me about you and your explorations. And I was so amazed and impressed by what you were doing. So let's go back. You're so brutally honest in this beautiful book. So tell us how you grew up. What led you to want to do, you know, the, the having a child was the most important thing. And then what made you decide to just get give it all away and start over? Well, um, growing up, I grew up in a very traditional family and I was raised in the South. And so family was always very important to me. And I remember as a little girl sitting in church and just praying for a daughter one day. That was just the deepest desire of my soul. Um, and so I did everything that I was supposed to do for that to happen. I got married straight out of college. I think I was 25 and I began my career and I married a good provider and we moved into the neighborhood we had grown up in and would send our kids to school where all of, we went to school and all of our friends' kids went. And so it's this very traditional cycle that I was really looking forward to living in and for that cycle to be repeated. And it was really challenging when I was trying for years and years to get pregnant and I never could. Um, and that led to a lot of rockiness in the marriage. And so once my marriage ended, I had this reoccurring dream that was so present and so vivid in my mind. And the dream said every time, it's just, it's wild to think about, sell everything you own and go to Oregon. And so I wasn't sure what this message meant, um, but it would not leave me alone. And I now know that it was my intuition and that it was, you know, God, the universe, spirit, the Lord, whatever you call a power greater than you who is always leading and guiding you. And so my intuition was really leading me to my highest life purpose. I just didn't know it at the time. That's amazing and so uh, powerful as you go on a spiritual journey and as you guide your clients, I'm sure this is something that you encourage them to do and you've set a beautiful example. So tell us, what do you know now that you wish you knew then? Now I know the importance of our intuition and our inner guidance. I believe in that so, so strongly. That to me is the number one guiding force in my life. And I would say that I always wanted a family. I always wanted a daughter. I really wanted family. And when I was doing everything that I was sort of trained or conditioned to do, that did not happen. So I end up selling everything I own, buying a van, driving to Alaska. And on the way, I stop in Oregon for four months. And that is where I met the father of my daughter. And that was just, uh, spirit was trying to tell me this entire time how to find what my, my life purpose was and what my greatest dreams were. I just didn't have the language. So I now know that to follow my intuition at all costs. And even if it sounds a little crazy, even if it sounds a little wild, even if it's telling you to sell everything you own, buy a van and drive to Alaska, I now know to follow this higher guidance in my life. I love that. I actually did the same thing, not to Alaska, but to California, now New Mexico. And it's that wild journey, the eat, pray, love, finding yes. yourself, finding your soul. And I think more and more women, right? This is our incandescent women mantra to be who you truly are, your authentic self, not just your social self, but what you've been socialized to do. Right? Absolutely. 
Yes. Yes. And that has been my greatest learning is to, to step into my power and to heed my intuition at all costs. Even if everyone else around me thinks I'm losing my mind. (laughs) I hear that. I think of it as looking at the world from the inside out or the outside in. Right. Look at it from people like, how are they going to judge me? What will they think? And then I flip it to what do I think? Yes. That sort of that other noise in my head disappears. And I just I I also feel it. I was having this conversation with a good friend of mine who's I'm setting to be a massage therapist. And so it's a really interesting body practice, mind, body, spirit, soul. And we were talking about being this flame, this eternal flame. So when you can have that fire, just be you what that looks like for yourself and then what you attract from the outside in. Yes, absolutely. And that can be terrifying. (laughs) I mean, it was terrifying for me to think about completely uprooting my life. I had moved into my dream home. I had, you know, the white picket fence, the columns out front, everything I thought I ever wanted. I was ready for my children. Everything was going perfectly according to my script. And so it's quite terrifying to think about leaving everything that I knew, all of my friends and uprooting my life so that I would be in, in the wilderness on my own. That was terrifying thought. But yeah, as you said, that is our authentic truth. And that's what it is to, to live in your power. Yeah, and it's amazing. So talk about some of those challenges. Unpack that adventure for us. What was it like? And like, go down to, so you put your dogs in a van and sold everything and just started heading west. And my parents initially had a lot of reservations, as you can imagine, that their daughter was going to be leaving her secure job with the school system and selling her home and leaving a retirement plan and just heading out into the unknown. So you could imagine that they were a little concerned for this path and people were wondering what was going on. But once they were convinced that I was not going to change my mind. They were in fact so supportive that my mom drove out with me for two weeks and took the adventure with me. And then she flew home, my dad flew in, and then we traveled around all of Montana for a week. And so I really had that great blessing of beginning the trip with my parents. But what my mother taught me was to open up to my intuition every single day. I get emotional thinking about it. So what I learned from traveling with my mother those first two weeks were every day we woke up, we had no plan, we didn't know where we were going, we just knew we needed to be in Montana in two weeks to pick up my father from the airport. And so every day we would begin with a prayer, just lead me, guide me, show me where I'm meant to go, spirit, Lord, whatever your higher power is. And we just opened up to the messages and we opened up to the inner guidance um, and the guidance from above us. And that began a very, very powerful journey for me. And from then on, when my mother had left, which was really hard for me, I, um, every day I just started in prayer and I didn't know where I would end up each day, but I let God lead me. And so that began this new way of living. That's so beautiful. The hero's journey, right? You got to go. Gonna hurt. I mean, Paulo Kello is one of your, you're a huge fan of his. I am as well. Um, yeah. The alchemist. Tell us how there's a synergy and a that his guidance was similar to your story. Wow. Well, when I was on my journey, I had arrived in Oregon, and when I would talk about my journey, 
everyone would say, you've got to read The Alchemist. And I just would respond, what's The Alchemist? I've never heard of this. Um, and I said, you're living a modern day version of it right now. You've got to go read that book. And so I ended up in the home of a Reiki master in Portland, Oregon. That's where I also met the father of my daughter. And when I was in her home, she said, you've just got to read this book immediately. And she pulled it off her bookshelf and handed it to me. And so I went to her basement for two days and did not emerge and read the book from front to back and just could not get through a single page without tissues. The book was so, so powerful. And I realized that there were so many similarities between what I was living and what was written in that book. And I didn't even know the book existed when I started this journey. And I really understood my journey in a completely new way when I saw it through that lens. And so when I was writing my book, it was very much inspired by The Alchemist and through about following the omens and, and just stepping into your, your divine life plan, which you know he calls your, your personal legend. And we all have different names for it, but I really deeply saw how that was the path I was being guided towards. I had the privilege of interviewing him when he wrote a book about Matahari called The Spy. So we'll see if we can't get him a copy of this amazing book, which is over your shoulder. Uh, yes. before, before we do a little more deep diving, let's tell us where you are. Yes. Yeah, so right now I'm at Hills and Hamlet, which is a wonderful bookstore. It's my local bookstore in Georgia, Serenby, Georgia, where I'm living now. And I'm just so honored and so blessed that they have um, taken me in as an author and allowed me to do this podcast from here. It's a great blessing. It's so much fun. I love when we can celebrate local businesses, especially yes. around bookstores and authors. So yes. thank you to the owner for that. Absolutely. Thank Shout out to that great bookstore. So you mentioned that you have a daughter and the father of your daughter, but you're a single mom right now. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I am a single mom. Um, I met Fair is my daughter's name. I met her father traveling and we had this really, really powerful in romance, I would call it. He was the first love post-divorce and he changed my world forever. <laughs> it makes me emotional, it makes me wanna cry. He really changed my world forever. And um, I was introduced to just a whole new um, view of life through him. And so I'm, I'm profoundly touched by him and we had very different paths and we're both aware of that, but obviously our paths were meant to come together to create this, this powerful being. Um, I call her my little fairy, and I had tried so hard to get pregnant for so many years with fertility medicine, and I never could. And so meeting him and, and the fact that Fair came to us through this union was really profound. I always say that she's my little miracle. And he actually lives in Nicaragua, and he's married, and he has a a lovely wife and we just had different life paths but we were meant to come together for this this purpose that's amazing and more part of that synchronicity of what you have tapped into so tell us a little bit more about your practice you know in the work that you do and what you how you help other women discover their wings yeah absolutely so I am a psychotherapist and I've worked in some very traditional settings. I've worked in psychiatric units. I've worked in hospitals. I've worked in hospice. Um, and what I really saw, especially in hospitals and the psychiatric units, is that the current method for 
um, treatment just is failing a lot of people. And when I went on my journey and I drove to Alaska, I had the blessing and privilege of living in a home of a Reiki master for four months. And she trained me and taught me and I learned so much from her. And it was from that experience, I really understood how we've got to treat the mind, body and the spirit. We cannot just look at the mind. We are whole beings and there's much more to us than just what's happening in our, our cognitive world. And if we want healing, it's really a blend of those three. And so after my trip, I started a private practice where I blend energy work and psychotherapy. And I think eventually I will be, you know, merging out of psychotherapy at some point and really just working with women on accessing their intuition, empowerment, coaching, and energy work. I see myself heading in that direction. I love therapy. I'm trained in trauma work. I see that as very beneficial. It's also a little limiting. I can only work in the state of North Carolina. That's where my license is. And I'd like to work with, with more women across the country. Well, I'm sure that will is your future. And I also would love to tell our audience that you are going to start your own podcast and video show. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what your plan is for that. Yes. So I would love to inspire women um, through a podcast by interviewing characters in my book, people who have contributed quotes to my book, and just having an inspirational podcast about women who are on their own journey and just sharing that. Excellent. And we'll, we'll be honored to produce that show for you. So stay tuned, our, all of our friends, for uh, Kara's new show, which will be coming up in December, January of the new year. And tell us now just one thing that we can do to ground ourselves to understand our intuition a little bit better on this beautiful Sunday that we're recording the show on November 14th. What is your one takeaway that we can have this little gem for today? Yes, I have a quote in my book that Mother Teresa said that God is not a friend of noise and chaos. He is a friend of silence. And I really believe if we can silence ourselves every morning, before we get out of bed, before we go to the bathroom, before we start our day, if we can just take a moment to connect with our heart center, I always close my eyes, take some deep breaths and just say, lead me and guide me today and show me what I need to know. And I think it can be as simple as five minutes of connecting with a power greater than ourselves and really just asking for guidance, asking to be led and those messages will come through. They absolutely are are channeled when we invite them in and we ask for them. And so that's a simple practice that can just take a few minutes each morning. It's really connecting us with, with soul alignment versus just the daily grind. I love it. Connecting to source first thing in the morning, five minutes. Uh, absolutely. I, pr- I have a similar practice, but I'm going to make it very much more intentional. So thank you, Kara Keem, author of Discovering My Wings, the cover story for the November-December issue of Incandescent Women magazine at incandescentwomen.com. And this podcast will be on Incandescent Radio and, of course, trulyamazingwomen.tv. So, Kara, I'm so excited for you and your future and for producing your new show. It's going to be thrilling to have your voice be part of the Incandescent family. 
an honor and such a blessing. I'm so happy to have connected with you and to be a part of your incandescent family. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It's an honor. And thank you to your mom, Carol Keem, who is just a, a soul sister and an amazing woman. So thank you. We thank her for bringing you to us. And I thank you for being part of this project that is here to inspire women and encourage all of us to come together to accomplish what our soul is truly here to do. Go grab a copy of this book. It's on Amazon, Discovering My Wings by author Kara Keem. And check out incandescentwomen.com where you can read all about it. And the first two chapters are posted on the homepage. So we will talk to you all soon. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. That's it for today's episode of the Truly Amazing Women Show on the Incandescent Radio Network, the voice of entrepreneurs. If you're a truly amazing woman or know someone who is, don't hesitate to contact us. Simply log on to www.trulyamazingwomen.com and fill out the proposal form. We've profiled more than 250 women on the site who fit the bill of being truly amazing, and we look forward to honoring more. Who will be our next truly amazing woman? Tune in next week for a new episode on www.incandescentradio.com. Here's to your incredible, indelible success.